following resource is from Welford Baptist Church. And you just have to dig in and go for it. You yeah. know, make the sacrifices. Trust in the Lord. It's not by your might or by your powers, by His Spirit, of course. Mm-hmm. And uh, but man, I would have took that time at home, uh, and I encourage whoever's maybe listening to. Take that time. You don't have to be perfect, nope. uh, but like you said, but you have to have that dedicated time. You make it a priority. You talk about spiritual disciplines. I know mm-hmm. that you've been going through. You know, make those disciplines a priority. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we make getting up our kids getting up at a certain time a priority. We make them brushing their teeth a priority. All mm-hmm. those things. So it's got to be the same kind of deal. Sure. You just make it that important time to spend time with them and and going through a, a daily devotion and. Uh, teaching them how to, you know, just read the Word of God. And just as you sit around the table to have conversations, you know, that you direct towards, you know, the Lord and, and what the mm-hmm. Bible says about these particular issues. Yeah. Uh, and, and then, you know, you hit on something, yeah. too. It, it doesn't have to be perfect. No, no. You know, it, it's not, the yeah. expectation is not Pentecost yeah, every time you're sitting yeah, around the dinner yeah, table. Yeah. You know, you're going you're gonna to have moments where, yeah. you know, it's, wow, God's at work here. Sure. Um, I can see this so evident. Mm-hmm. But... For me, those moments are few and far between. Sure, uh, those, those things don't typically happen. Most of the time, you're, you're just trying to fight off them wanting to watch TV. Oh, you know, kids else. specifically, yeah. or on their phones, or so you have to fight sure. off those things. And so it's not going to be perfect. No. But the important thing to remember is to do it. Yeah. To be intentional. For sure. You know, start off with five minutes. Yeah. And then work your way to ten. And then work your way to fifteen. Exactly. You know, and and just continue to build off of that. Correct. Um, you know, one of the things that, that I mentioned to one of the students last night was, and I told them as a whole, you know, when it comes to disciplines and when it comes to doing the responsibilities that God has given you and the roles that he's given you, whether it's father, husband, single person, whatever, it's not about quality, or excuse me, it's not about quantity and how fast you can get it done and how much you can get done. So it's not about quantity and productivity. It's about quant- or quality yeah. and uh, longevity. Because as believers, we're alive forever. I mean, we physically may die, sure. but we're eternally saved sure. forever. We're, we're to be with Jesus one day. Mm-hmm. Um, and so with that in our minds, we understand, and with the average age of what people are dying in, which is like 70 years old now, mm-hmm. if you're 15, if you're 50, you have a long time. You know, you have forever. Um, so take your time and build sure. off of those things. Absolutely. You know, make goals, and and we can get into to ministry here as well, um, and just kind of the the vision that I know you shared before. Sure. Um, but Brianna, I wanted to ask you: Is there something different that you do when it comes to you know being a wife, being a daughter, being a children's minister? Um, is is there something different that you do, or is it a lot of the same things that we've mentioned? I think it's a lot of the same things you've mentioned. I mean. Right, we don't have kids yet, so yeah. I think it's, I think it's special that I get to hear and learn from people like Craig or say that you know I wish I would have done this or this because mm-hmm. I think Andy and I can learn from that and we can start that younger. And mm-hmm. um, I know my dad has said things like that too. I mm-hmm. wish so I think that's really special for us um, that we get to learn from people here at Welford of mm-hmm. when we do have children how we can better do things in our home. Um, so yeah, I mean, a lot of what you've both said is how we do it. Um, I'm a very people person. I Mm -hmm. love people and I love people deeply. And so 
I carry a lot of stuff home with me, even if it's just someone coming in who needs help with a bill yeah. or things like that. That's something I carry with me. So I think that's sometimes hard leaving the ministry. Not that you leave your ministry here, mm -hmm. but sure. turning it off at night sometimes just to be with Andy or just sure. to like, Support. just to be, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. at home. Be present. Right. I think mm -hmm. it's hard for me sometimes just to be present and not think, what am I not doing at work? Mm -hmm. What what could I do better? Who sure. could I be praying for? Because, right. yes, yeah. that's a part of my job, but I think sometimes I need to make sure I'm being the best wife I can be as well, yeah. mm -hmm. um, where I'm not, you know, always thinking about sure. what can I be doing more. Like, yeah. I can't, yeah. or people who are struggling, like Craig said, people will call or text, and that's a, I mean, that's you want to pray for them, but sometimes I think I let it, cloud not cloud oh, I don't know how to say mm -hmm. but sometimes I can't let it go that's just what I think about all the time mm -hmm. um just because I love so deeply and I want yeah. to fix mm -hmm. things for people but you know just leaving it in my prayer life yeah yeah um you know I talked talk with Carl yesterday and you know one of the things that that we discussed was was a lot of the same things that we're talking about you know dealing with the same question and and he had mentioned that on his way home you know because as the pastor he probably has a lot of things on his mind just like we do but um you know him preaching twice a week you know he talked about his his study time and what he does to prepare um and how much time that takes mm -hmm. and you know he says when he gets home he doesn't ask his wife what are you going to do for me he asks his wife what am i going to do for you what do you need me to do mm -hmm. um and then he, he talked about the intention behind that of being asking that question and being willing to do whatever they say mm -hmm. you know uh, being that servant of a husband, sure. um, being that servant of another spouse, being a servant of a father. Um, and he talked about as his children have grown up, you know, they used to sit down and they were able to do, you sit in the living room and do the Bible study together. And, and now it's to the point where it's just around the dinner table. You know, one daughter's off at college, and so you don't have the same time you used to. Sure. Um, but again, it's just about being intentional and being consistent um, and and making out that time yeah. uh, understanding the importance of that time with your families mm -hmm. or with your spouse or if you're if you're a single person you know spending that time by yourself or with your accountability partner or with your mentor just yeah. someone that you can rely upon um, in your walk with the Lord so mm -hmm. one of the things we wanted to get to um, as well was just talk about the ministry as a whole mm -hmm. and I know Craig that you've talked about this before um, the business meeting that I, the first one that I was a part of um, and kind of just casting a vision yeah. uh, and something that we've you know had at the forefront of our minds and our ministry going forward sure. um, was always living in view of eternity Absolutely. you know I think of the, the words of Jonathan Edwards when he was 16 17 years old and, and he writes in his uh, resolutions, you know, Lord, stamp eternity on my eyeballs, you know. And I'm thinking, I look back when I was 17, and the last thing on my mind was eternity. <laughs> Much less stamping it on my eyeballs. Um, and so if you could get into what what Alive Ministries is about, how we're intertwined together, how we're working together. I know that we won't solely rely on you for that. We'll, we'll no. continue to talk with each other. But um, I guess just talk about what always living in view of eternity means for the, the children's ministry let's just call it the kids ministry here the, sure. the youth and the younger ones absolutely well, it's, it's it's just to remember that man it's not just about right now mm. it's not just like you said if you live to 70 years old we're 
we've got to look at the big picture. Mm-hmm. It is for eternity, and we are uh, living every day of our life, and every decision we make impacts eternity. You know, and whether it impacted somebody's life for eternity, uh, you know, where we're going to spend eternity when you make that decision of salvation or not. Uh, but it's always just keeping the big picture in mind. There's more to than just the right now. And uh, we want to make sure that when we're talking about a live ministries here is that our whole church is focused with that. We have the big picture in mind. We're focusing on eternity, living our lives for the glory of God, reaching people with the gospel. And we want to make sure that we're doing it, like I said before, teaching, I mean, from the crib all the way till I can't hardly walk out of here. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. But that's the whole thing, and that's the purpose of a family ministry. You know, we've always had a children's ministry. You had youth ministry. But it also, we want to, as we said before, is the mom and dad at home is the primary disciple makers. But then also making sure when we talk about family ministry here is that we're a family as the body of Christ as yes. well. So I want to emphasize that too because, yes, we're emphasizing the actual family, mom, dad, children, wanting them to grow. But we want all of our church body to be connected because, as you know, we hear all the time that when students get old enough, you talk about that senioritis or whatever, and uh, they they just leave out of church mm-hmm. for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's because we didn't have this family time at the beginning, being grounded in the Word, and then being connected into a children's ministry, mm-hmm. into the youth ministry, and then graduating, if you will, into an adult ministry, and you stay connected because you realize you're an important part of the body. You've been discipled, and now it's time for you to disciple others as well and to right. grow. Right. Um, what, we're, what we're trying to do here in our ministry is uh, my responsibility again is just to make sure that all of us are connected in our ministries mm-hmm. and uh, that all everybody's being ministered to and uh, one of the things that we, we want to try to teach uh, all of our kids is at least 10 biblical concepts that we make sure we cover at every age and of course you know we'll put it on their age level uh, but of course you want to talk about God who God is mm-hmm. you can do that on different levels as they get older uh, the attributes of God, the names of God, you know, all kind of things that you could teach. Mm-hmm. Of course, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, the Bible, salvation, creation, the church, the family, people, community, and the world. And uh, again, from the time that they, they're in the cradle till they, they leave the church, we were emphasizing these concepts. And we can use, you can use all kind of materials and curriculum, but we just want to make sure that when somebody leaves this church, so to speak, that they have a good grasp of the foundational things that they need uh, to follow Christ, to live for Christ, and to share with others. Um, so, uh, so that's where we are. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, I think that, you know, something that you touched on was yeah. the family discipleship sure. uh, aspect of this yeah. and, and the fact that, mm-hmm. you know, parents within the home are, are the main disciple sure. makers of children. Um, and... A lot of parents have questions about that. What does that look like? You know, sure. what do we do? And mm-hmm. and um, I think a big part of, of the misunderstanding is, you know, that's that's what we're that's what we're here to do. We're here to help you. You sure. know, we want to help oh, you, absolutely. and and we want to to point you in the right direction. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, we, we're trying to do that now with with some of the things that we send out sure. um, in emails. And again, yeah. it's just like. Just you, you have to cut out that time, yeah, you know, um, whether it's in the car, at the dinner table, absolutely. wherever it may be. Um, but yeah. that's something that's been on my heart is is the family discipleship aspect. Yeah. Um, absolutely. I don't I don't in any way want to replace a father. No, you know, not. and I don't 
think you want to replace a mother and no, you no. I mean we don't want no. that's not our desire no. our desire is to see what's taking place in the church expanded upon Absolutely. within the home Absolutely. and for it to really begin at the home and then come into the church um, you know if we need to do training for that then that's fine but uh, you know you talk about those ten uh, principles that we want to uh, stress as, as from the cradle to the to the cane, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> from the cradle to the cane, or to the from the cradle to the walker, or whatever yeah. you got to use, you know. Uh, which, if I ever have to use one, I'm going to get some really Absolutely. cool looking tennis balls one day. Sure. Um, but uh, Brianna, what are some of the things that you do specifically as a children's minister um, to reach out to parents and to just let them know, hey, here's some of the things that you can do when you're at home. You know, what's something? What's some of the things that you do? Right. So right now on Wednesday nights, we're doing um, a Lifeway, what's it called? Team Kid. <laughs> yeah, but like a Lifeway. Study. Like, study, okay. Yeah, there we go. So the <laughs> curriculum, okay. So yeah. we're doing a, Wednesday nights, we're doing um, a Lifeway curriculum called Team Kid, and mm -hmm. it is directly tied into the 10 biblical concepts. Mm -hmm. And so it says exactly which ones we're covering that night, and um, it comes with a parent letter that I send out the next morning. And it goes over kind of what we went over mm -hmm. and the Bible story and just a right. brief overview of what we did. And at the bottom, it's um, a way that they can expand upon that mm -hmm. at home throughout the week. So mm -hmm. it gives them questions or just topics they can bring up with their children to go over it. And mm -hmm. um, like you said, even if it's in the car doing it or at the dinner yeah. table, it just gives them a little something so they know exactly what they learned mm -hmm. and then how they can expand upon it at home and kind of maybe dive deeper mm -hmm. at home. Because like Craig said, we, we do have them and we are pouring into them, but ultimately mm -hmm. the parents are with them twice as much as we are. Yeah. And so again, we will pour into them as long as they are here, but we see them two sure. hours a week and yeah. if that you know with baseball exactly. football things like that and yeah. so oh, yeah. even if the children aren't here with that email take it if they couldn't be here Wednesday night take that and yeah. kind of teach them your own not even have to teach them just have that come tell them the bible story you know yeah. just yeah. things like that so they're able to minister to them through the home sure. um, so yeah. we're going to help them raise their disciples but like you said it starts within yeah. the home yeah and we're just here to kind of come alongside them yeah, here, yeah here's something to think about is a statistic that i came across mm -hmm. and uh, thinking about the influence of the parents uh yeah we're here but think about this it says the average church has only 40 hours a year to influence Mm. Only 40 hours all we get, whereas a parent, the average parent, has 3,000 hours per year to wow. influence. Mm -hmm. So we have parents, we only have a very limited amount of time. <laughs> uh, so we want to do the best we can. But again, it's important that you help us help you. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. know, when, we, when we send out parent letters or we send out you know, whatever, uh, we'd love to hear back from you, mm -hmm. uh, your feedback. Mm -hmm. you know, let us know that you're getting it, that you're using it, or if you have any kind of help, you know, let us know or anything that you need that we can help you better. Right. We can uh, do it better. I think that's absolutely. important. Yeah. Absolutely. Because yeah. we're here to help. And that's we right. And we're not saying we got it together all together yeah. and we don't have the perfect layout or program. It's not about that. It's all of us improving and, mm -hmm. you know, you can have the best thing laid out, but if nobody's using it, it's right. not any good. So right. we, we want to make sure that it's applicable to everybody and everybody's using it yeah. helping them to grow and to be that influencer that they can there are 3,000 yeah. hours that's it's a lot of time compared, <laughs> compared to our 40 and our 40 is not just one on one it's 
mean, one on every, many. Yeah. One on many. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so. Um, you know, and, and you talked about the parent letters, and, and that's something that I do as well. Um, so if you are a parent, please yes. make sure you open those emails yes. um, yes. and you check those things out. And we would love your feedback. If, if there's something that's on there and it's, you know, it's too difficult or it uh, doesn't explain enough, um, we... You know, we can take criticism, yes. right? Yes, and, and we want to hear your feedback. Constructive um, criticism is so helpful, I think, for yes. ministry. I think yeah. We're always evolving, getting new families. How can we best right. support yeah. these families? And mm -hmm. I think hearing from them is the best part because, yeah. you know, that's what we're here for. We're here to listen. We're here to pray for you. But we also want to know how we can best come alongside you and give mm -hmm. you those right. um, things to yeah. use in your home. And, you know, one of the things, just to kind of piggyback on top of that, um, or piggyback with that, is, you know, we, we in, in the ministries that we're in, we have two sets of eyes. Mm -hmm. And so we may not be able to see something. I know, um, you know, just as an example, uh, when you have leaders within your group, um, and they're equipped and ready and, and everything, you know, you go to an event or you, you do a, a gathering or whatever, they're going to notice something that maybe you don't. Um, and so it's important, you know, not only they have that open line of communication with the leaders, but also with the parents um, and just reaching out to them um, and then reaching back out to us. Because, again, we, we would love to hear feedback. Uh, we always do. Speaking of ministry, uh, this past year coming up in March, the, around the end of March, yeah. we'll put one year into a pandemic. And, um, you know, we're, we're speaking into a microphone that we use for the very first live stream. I don't know if you guys remember that. Yeah. Um, but we were, we were sitting down together and, um, you know, that was the first one. And then we kind of have graduated from, from that point on and, and uh, have now opened back up. Um, and we had to, to close the doors there for a little bit. Um, but we opened back up on Mother's Day. Um, and even in the midst of a pandemic, you know, even Pastor Carl and his family uh, con you know, contracted the virus and, and was out for a few weeks. Mm -hmm. um, and so our church has had to, to do ministry differently, has had to balance things differently, um, had to budget things differently. It's, it's been a difficult year for a lot of folks. Um, you know, loved ones and, and people that we know have, have gone home to be with the Lord. Um, even recently, members within the church um, have passed away or had a difficult time with COVID. Um, speak to just a moment how ministry has changed in the past year. And when ministry changes like it did, um, when church really changes like it did in the past year, I think it's sometimes it's God giving us a wake-up call uh, and allowing us to step back for just a moment and to examine not only the ministry that we're in, but just our Christian life in general um, and to see some things that maybe we need to improve on, but also to see His grace and mercy in both you know, things that went well and things that maybe didn't go so well. Um, so in the past year, if maybe you could, you know, narrow down to two things, uh, maybe it's just a couple things for both. What did you see? How, how did God, what did God show you that you need to improve on personally? And what are some things that you saw went well in the past year? Whoever wants to go first. <laughs> well, Maybe, yeah, you go. <laughs> uh, 
Well, just just through the pandemic thing, anyway. I guess the first thing that you realized was how special church is. Just mm-hmm. being being able to come to be together, uh, and I think most people was like, "Wow, we can't go to church." Yeah. And we could even tell from the first time when we did the live stream, we had so many people tune in. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And they were like, well, "This is this is crazy. We can't mm-hmm. we, we can't go we can't go be with people we're normally around on Sunday. We can't be in our life group." Uh, you know, hear somebody teach. We can't pray for one another. Those kind of things for us together in the building, and so it really made you appreciate the body of Christ and being able to come and, and realize how important that is. Um, but then I think as we've grown along, unfortunately, or as if we've gone along in the pandemic, uh, people have gotten tired of looking at a computer screen. I think, and because their kids are maybe having to do it at home as well. I mean, you know, through school because they're doing virtual learning at school, some of them. And uh, maybe they just got, some people may have gotten too comfortable, <laughs> you know what mm, I mean? Yeah. And uh, hey, I'm just at home now. I, don't, I can tune in when I want to at a certain time. I don't have to do it at 1030 when the service is going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I don't know. I, I guess on the one hand, it made us a appreciate the body more and then on the other hand maybe some folks it's it's been a harm you know mm-hmm. what i mean they've gotten out of a habit of coming mm-hmm. that discipline of being at church and those kind of things um so i guess what it's taught me more than anything i think is take advantage of the time we have when you are around people and now since we can't be find out ways as even as we're doing now um and now i know that we've gotten Carl's given all of us a list of the the uh, every church member to try to call and contact to keep up with them, uh, and we should have been doing that all along. You know what I mean? As far mm-hmm. as yeah, we may have seen them on Sunday, but we still, for lack of better words, we 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 on a surface level, most mm-hmm. of us, if that makes sense. We can, hey, how you doing? Fine. Right. Are you right. really doing fine? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, we go through our church routine, if you will, and and it's just more. As we know, we should be building relationship, really talking to people, getting to know people, valuing who they are and the importance they have in the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. So, um, I guess that's where God showed me that area I need to work on. Especially now, we haven't really been able to implement a lot of family ministry because it was at the beginning of this year. Yeah. So um, we're really hoping we'll be able to get people back in, be able to focus here. But if not, then we have to learn how. Through technology as this and other ways, how that we can still help the parents, help their kids, mm-hmm. and the family ministry go on, whether we can come inside the building or not. Right. Um, so that's been a challenge. And then, you know, God's saying, you need to work on building those truer relationships mm-hmm. across all age groups, not just your one life group class or this group of people you hang around with. Everybody God's put here. And we have a reason and a purpose. Mm-hmm. And so that's why part of the family ministry is making sure everybody's connected. Everybody sees their part. And even as Alan shared when he came the other day, that we're all fulfilling the Great Commission, mm-hmm. our part in the Great Commission. So how am I investing in the others, however mm-hmm. that looks. So. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. <laughs> I mean, sense. yes. I don't know how to say anything else. I know how to say that in different words. I don't yeah. just repeat everything he said. But that is just exactly how I feel like we felt during this Mm -hmm. whole time. You know, at first it was, everything was kind of taken away from us. I think um, children were taken out of school. They didn't have sports to do. And you realize Mm -hmm. what's really important, Mm -hmm. I think. Um, 
because once you take those, like you've said before, you don't have children to go professional sports or mm. be an artist or be a musician. You have children mm. to make disciples and mm. to go out into the world. And I think that was something that was very strong at the beginning um, when everything was taken away. It was like, mm. wow, what's really important? What are we spending our time doing? Mm. And then as it went on, it kind of trickled off and people again just get out of the habit and mm -hmm. habits are hard to form mm -hmm. and i think they're easy to break so mm -hmm. i think once people got out of church mm -hmm. it's been difficult to get them back mm -hmm. um because like you said it's easy to rely on oh i'll just watch the service later or mm -hmm. i'll catch up with them later and mm -hmm. really that's yeah. just mm -hmm. you you're, it's easier to make up excuses of why you're not doing something sure um <laughs> but I think as a staff we've been able to try and come closer and work closer together not that we weren't working close together before mm -hmm. but right now trying to figure out exactly how we can minister the best we can and how we can implement like Craig said we launched something at the beginning of this year and then mm -hmm. I mean, we stopped being able to meet and yeah. things just kind of got put on hold so yeah. it's been difficult mm -hmm. for us because we were so excited, had so much momentum, and then it just kind of, everything just halted. So trying to get back in and right. um, implement these things while mm -hmm. also trying to get our families back right. in yeah. church. Um, because again, hard to make those habits again. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, well, we're gonna close here in just a second. Um, I wanted to end on a encouraging note. Um, and I wanted you to share uh, maybe a, and I know we've talked already about some, some difficult times in our lives, um, but maybe a word of encouragement for those who are listening who, who might be going through a difficult time. And I know the circumstances may be different, um, but for those who might be listening, uh, you know, just lost a loved one or someone's sick, um, you know, there's people that I'm thinking about in my mind right now. Um, how, how would you encourage someone right now who might be going through a difficult time? You can, you can. No, I just didn't know. Yeah, yeah, no, you can, absolutely, yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, the easy thing to say is just remember God's faithful. I mean, you know, he, He's never going to, we always use the verse, He's never going to leave you nor forsake you. Um, you can cast all your cares upon Him because He cares for you. Um, I would just say rely on the Scripture. Uh, go to the Word of God. That's where you're going to find your comfort. That's where you're going to get your encouragement from. Uh, but know this, even though we're imperfect people here at Welford, your staff loves you. We care for you. Mm -hmm. uh, even if you're a church member or not, you may listen to this and never even been to church. Um, there's hope in Jesus Christ. That's, mm -hmm. that's where our hope is found. Um, and so you're not beyond hope. You're not beyond help. Um, he's really just a call away. Not just picking up the phone, but just call out to him. Mm -hmm. um, and that's the truth. And uh, I know there's a lot of people who condemn you know, Christians, and we get a bad rap. But, man, uh, we're just sinners saved by the grace of God. Um, and we just try to love the best we can because He first loved us. And he mm. puts His love in us uh, to share with other people. Um, so no matter what you're going through, um, He's there. And uh, He'll do what He says He'll do. I mean, that's you know, sounds simple. I mean, it sounds cliche-ish, but, but it's, it mm -hmm. and that's it. I mean, mm -hmm. Our hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. That's right. I mean, that's, right. That's it. Um, mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think what I've learned um, my senior year of 
college, I went through a really hard time. We had lost my grandmother, and then a year later, we lost my grandfather. And I was extremely close to my grandfather. I mean, just extremely close. So mm -hmm. losing him, I was a month out from graduating college, mm -hmm. and um, I was engaged, and mm -hmm. you know, life was just going so well. And then, bam, this hit, and it was out of nowhere, no warning. And I'm not going to lie, that was probably one of the hardest times of my life. Mm -hmm. um, I knew God was there, but I didn't feel like I felt him there. But I realized it was me pulling away from him. It wasn't, mm. he never left me. Right. But it was me not relying on him. Yeah. And so um, through that, I learned community. I needed community. <coughs> I needed people. Mm -hmm. I needed to be, I needed to come along. Instead of trying to feel like I had everything together on the outside and mm -hmm. I think I needed to be have more humility with that, mm -hmm. and I needed to let people in. I needed to tell people I was struggling. I think that's really hard as Christians because yeah. you want to always feel like or put this persona out that oh my life's perfect. I'm a mm -hmm. perfect Christian, but really, I mean, we work for a church, and that's not always the case. We're gonna right. struggle, and I mean, the word you've just got to dive into the word yeah. and understand how important it is to have a Christian community in church and mm -hmm. have people you can rely on to sure. say, I'm really struggling yeah. and I need help. And exactly. I think this church is a great place for that mm -hmm. because we have people who love deeply and mm -hmm. we have a staff that loves deeply and we're here to be that community for you. And there's nothing ever embarrassing mm -hmm. or shameful for asking for help as a Christian. I think that's what we're called to do and that's what we're here for yeah. because mm -hmm. we've been in those places and yeah. we understand just because we're staff doesn't mean we're perfect. Yeah. You know? yeah. I think sometimes we get, people think, well, you work for the church. Yeah. Or, you know, and it's like, well, no, I mean, I'm yeah. still part of the church. Yeah. I still struggle. Yeah. And yeah. So I think it's just important to know that yeah, absolutely. community and church is important. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think that, you know, my biggest lesson that I learned, it was probably at the very beginning, and it's already been mentioned, but the importance of the church mm. and and being a part of the church and being plugged in. And I know maybe from our perspective, it's, a, it's easy for us to say because we're always here. Mm -hmm. um, but when I got the call, I remember the call so vividly, we were sitting at Chick-fil-A, and we had the youth at a uh, D-Now. It was a D-Now weekend. And we were all at Chick-fil-A with no mask, which is <laughs> weird to think about weird now. Um, but you get the call from Pastor Carl, and, you know, tomorrow we're just going to do a live stream. Nobody's going to be here. And I remember that Sunday very vividly because you pull into the parking lot, <laughs> and there's nobody here. Yeah. And from that moment forward... I think what God has continued to teach me and continue to show me is the importance of the local church, mm -hmm. the importance of staying in the community that you're in, um, the importance of being involved, mm -hmm. um, and not just from a, a staff perspective, sure. but just as a church member, mm -hmm. as a part of someone who goes to church. Yeah. Um, God, you know, God doesn't bring you to a church just to sit and enjoy the show. No. God wants you in involved. Um, he wants you coming alongside someone else mm -hmm. and um, ministering with them and to other people and ministering to them um, and to your families. And um, if I would encourage uh, anybody, um, if you're listening to this, uh, if you're a member here or you don't go here, 
get plugged into a church mm-hmm. um, and stay plugged in. Um, you know, don't leave because something bad happens. Stay plugged in. Yeah. You know, um, get through that. If you see a need, bring that to somebody's attention and fill that need if you can. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and and just like I said, stay plugged in. Realize the need for the local church. Mm-hmm. Um, realize that God calls you as a church member, just yep. like He calls you as a staff member, yeah. or He calls us as staff members. Um, and to love the church because it's God's church. Mm-hmm. Um, and the head of this church is Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And as long as we're following him <laughs> um, and, and following his lead and following his word mm-hmm. and trying to be more like him, then that's a good church. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just want to encourage you, if you're listening, if you're struggling, um, you know, we're here for you. Uh, you can reach out to us. You can find us on any uh platform whatsoever um you can go to our church website uh we, it has direct links to our emails if you want to call the church uh, miss renee will politely answer the phone for you um if she can't then one of us will and um and so we just want to reach out to you uh, let you know we love you um i'm going to finish with a passage of scripture that i wanted to read i forgot to do that at the beginning um, so I'm going to read at the end, and then Brianna, if you would close us in prayer. So, uh, This comes from John chapter 3, verses 25 through 30. Now a discussion arose between some of John's disciples and a Jew over purification. And they came to John and said to him, Rabbi, he who was with you across the Jordan, to whom you bore witness, look, he is baptizing, and all are going to him. And John answered, A person cannot receive even one thing unless it is given him from heaven. You yourself bear witness to me that I said, I am not the Christ, but I have been sent before him. The one who has the bride is the bridegroom. The friend of the bridegroom who stands and hears him rejoices greatly at the bridegroom's voice. Therefore, this joy of mine is now complete. Without a preach. He must increase, but I must decrease. Yeah. (laughs) Dear God, I just thank you for this time that we were able to come together and just talk, get to know each other, and get to dive into our ministry and our hearts, Lord. And I just thank you for this church, this church family, and the body um, we have here, Lord, and how we love each other deeply and how we want to serve with each other, Lord, and how we want to be on the Great Commission, Lord. And again, I just thank you for Caleb. I thank him. Um, Thank you that you've given him this opportunity to... um, do, do this podcast and that we're able to um, speak about our hearts, Lord. And I just thank you for this time. I thank you for everyone listening, Lord. And it's your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you guys again. And uh, that'll wrap up this episode of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to this podcast. For more information about our church, visit welfarechurch.org. Blessings.